Welcome to the LLBR Podcast. Live life, be royal. This is your host, Deshaun. We back at it again. Here with a guest with my homegirl, Jasmine. Hey, everyone. How you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Tired, man. Running them fucking four miles. That's what I'm talking about. Gotta get <laughs> up and move. You gotta get up and move. Yeah. But you were trying to make up for a couple of days, right? For yesterday. Okay. I'm doing two miles, uh, two miles a day in August. That's what I'm talking about, accountability. Not many people would get up and run the two miles that they missed. Well, yeah, I thought of the idea yesterday, like, while I was drinking. So mm-hmm. I said, I got to catch up. <laughs> but how I'm going to do, I'm going to do two miles Monday through Friday and four on, uh, on Saturday. So I don't really like doing anything on Sundays whatsoever. I agree with that. Sundays are typically my day of rest, My typically my day of I'm not doing anything, unless I choose to. Right. Yeah. Like, I just do like chill shit or go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I'm too major or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Tell us about, tell, tell people about yourself. Well, uh, let's see. I am 31 years old. I like long walks on the beach. No, I'm kidding. Fellas, she's single. <laughs> Fellas. No, but uh, I am 31. I am a volleyball coach for a high school team. I've been doing that now for about, shoot, almost 10 years. Uh, I'm a personal trainer. been doing that now for about seven years. And uh, I'm an educator. So that's about it. Cool. Well, when you've been an educator, like, before we get our way too in deep, just give us, like, your opinion as far as how the Rona done affected, like, your life. Honestly, I miss my kids. I will say that. And honestly, I think the kids miss school as well. Uh, from a social aspect more than anything. And some kids like that structure, you know, so I think that uh, the kids are itching to get back. I know myself, I am itching to see my kids. I really miss them. And uh, I hope that this thing kind of, I hope this fizzles out at some point because I'm ready to get back to some type of normalcy. Yeah, me, my my whole thought process on is just, I just think it's going to be one of the things that we're going to have to learn to do. I think this is just our time's flu. I agree. It's unprecedented. So, you know, when people are so critical about it and they have so many uh, criticisms of it and the way things are being handled, I say, well, listen, this is not something we could have predicted. This isn't something that has ever happened. But what it will do is teach us to be prepared for anything, because obviously we weren't. Also, because motherfucking governments weren't paying attention to other countries that were dealing with this shit. I don't thought I was probably here beforehand because you know how we travel and shit. So I just figured that it was already here. We didn't know the name of it. I agree. Uh, because of, like you said, because of travel. Yeah. So we're going in and out of these different countries and probably contracting it, not knowing it, of course, especially with it being airborne. So, like you said, we just weren't paying attention. You know, Americans can be, well, I won't say Americans. No, Americans. Well, America, Americans, we're, we can be a little arrogant sometimes. Arrogant. And I say we because I am an American, and sometimes we kind of think we're a little intangible. You right. know, first world probs, you know. So I think that uh, our government kind of turned a blind eye in the beginning, didn't think that that could happen to us, and in turn, we were a little bit unprepared for it. They're, well, a lot of them prepared for yeah, it. They're just, also, just people just not taking it serious. But yeah. a lot of it, it was either like you took it extremely serious or you just didn't. And like for me, when it first started, I was just like, yeah, the shit they tell us to do outside of wearing a mask, I did anyway. You know, wash your hands, right. stay away from people because exactly. of the flu. Yeah. Because the flu take take you out too. So I always was like that anyway. Even when I go out, I try to not be around a whole bunch of people. I try to be to myself and my little friend. So it was regular life for me i just feel like at this point 
the way they handled it is like you might as well just go ahead and live life. Cause like here in Memphis, I just seen a news report where it was like we had over ten thousand cases <gasps> in the uh, month of July, which is a lot. Yeah, there was like it's eighty deaths. So I was like, bro, you do the math, it's mm-hmm. less than one percent. Right. Right. Less than one percent like effect. And I know it could be possible long term, just depending on how severe your cases was, but I was just like eventually, bro, you're gonna have to get back to normal life. Like you can't put the shit on hold forever. Right. They say uh it seems like this thing kind of won't be obliterated until there's a vaccine created. And I don't you know, I I don't delve too deeply into the uh, ins the, and outs you of get the third eye open. Well, that's why I, <laughs> but listen, I said I don't delve too deeply. I don't because I kind of just wait and see how things play out. I try to do my part. You know, I wear my mask. I try to, um, and I do a lot with the public. You know, I coach. We're still practicing right now. Right. We're still doing social distancing things with that. So I just try to do my part. And I hope that me doing my part speeds this along a little quicker because I'm just ready for the end, right? However yeah. it comes, I'm ready for the end. Uh, yeah, I think the vaccine come, it'll come down. But what's so funny about I'm not I taking say- it. I'm not either. But what's so funny is the people that are making the biggest deal about it, about the Rona, they're probably not going to take the vaccine. Like, they don't even take the flu shot. So it's like... I don't take that either. Like, why are you putting your life on hold to so so much of an extent? Or why do you care what other folks are doing they're not around you? It just... This shit just a trick-ass thing. Like, at the end of the day, wash your ass, wash your hands, stop touching your fucking uh, face and shit, your mask go over your nose too. Uh, stop wearing gloves and touching everything. If you're just gonna touch every goddamn thing, including your face, your keys and shit, yeah, and defeats the purpose. Be safe. Be precautious. Right. Just do your part. Right. Do yeah. your part. That's like I tell my girls. Do your part, and everything will fall into place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're gonna gonna go ahead and get into this shit. Uh. So I don't know if you've seen the little Ari uh, screenshot of her tweets, how she was like pretty much saying she was craving for a date <laughs> and uh on twitter that's what she do mm-hmm. and so money bag yo says something then she says something like I, i'm in the living room with a motherfucker gotta say some first and foremost i made the post on on facebook i was like i can't like bro you a motherfucker how <laughs> you is motherfuckers like right. your issue right with the dudes in the next room with you why you ain't taking him and also i was just like if it was a date, it's just a date. It doesn't matter who paying or initiate shit. But especially if a nigga just sat here and bought you a six-figure truck, threw you an amazing birthday party slash birthday dinner plus the rest of the weekend and shit. Like, bro, you can sit here like, no, baby, let's go on a date. I need some one-on-one time. So I was just going to ask you, do you, like, initiate shit? Do you shoot your shot and all that good stuff that niggas always like to ask? I would say, uh, I first to answer your questions, I don't shoot my shot. I'm one of those. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen those memes or something where they're like they say stuff like, uh, "How how does he not see me thinking about him?" Like, <laughs> I'm one of those. I know it sounds so crazy. So, Someone relates to me. So you like a picture? And he's like, "All right, bro, that's your hint." <laughs> I'm like, well, or I uh, <laughs> like a picture or um, make eye contact if we're in public. If we're in public, I typically don't do anything on social media. I won't lie. 
Um, I'm not one of those who's gonna go like a bunch of pictures. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any of that on social media. I won't lie. And it's not a particular reason. It's just not just not my style. Right. Um, if we're out in public though, you know, I'll smile. I'll make eye contact. I'll flirt a little bit if you engage as well, and then. Bam, like that's your hint. Hello. So pretty much you you put yourself in position so he could take There you the go. Shot. Yep, I do. And you know, I'm not ashamed about that. I'm not um I'm not a shot shooter at all. Uh maybe a subtle shot shooter is right. what I should say. And I, I admire those who are. I'm not a fan of um any type of rejection, so I probably don't set myself up for that. That might be the reason why. So you scared of of a no. I might be. Oh, uh, so you a punk. I can admit it. Hey, I don't like the word punk, you know. I don't like that either, but whichever one you want to go with, that's me. I can be transparent. I don't mind. But um, as far as Ari goes with the tweets and things like that, I just kind of think that's, I mean, from Jasmine's perspective, I think that's petty. You know, I think that I keep my private life private. I'm not going to tweet about my boyfriend not taking me out on a date, especially when we're public figures. And uh, I do know he just did as much as he did for my birthday. Right. However, from a woman's perspective, I will say just, you know, taking me out, whining and dining me, not even whining and dining me, just kind of us having some alone time uh, is a necessity every now and then. It is. Um, so I guess on a woman's level, I feel her tweet. In a sense, I guess, but I wouldn't have tweeted it. I would have talked to him about it. But my thing is, like, well, like I, I, said, I made a post about it. And I was just pretty mm-hmm. much saying that nothing was wrong with a woman wanting to date. This day and the third, like you still want to date, you should date throughout your relationship, right? Or whatever the hell y'all got going, you should date regardless because it keeps shit spicy. Mm-hmm. My thing is, like I said, how she went about the shit, and also. It, it, I just have when I have a problem with is that women tend to make these demands, but they don't do the things that they demand of. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you initiate the date? Like, why True. can't you go, like, all right, cool, babe? Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to put the shit what he did over her head, but no, it's still you're like you're at right. the end of the day, you in a relationship, man. Right. I can understand a little bit different if it's somebody you just y'all in a talking phase or whatnot. Y'all in a relationship, it should be no problem saying, hey, babe, let's. I want to go do this. Let's go do this. Look, reciprocity is everything. It's your relationships are not about take, take, take or give, give, give. It should be both ways. And I shouldn't have to wait for him to initiate something for me to do something. And now if he never does anything, that's a conversation to be had. But if I'm sitting here like, okay, well, you know, I wouldn't mind us going. I see an event that I think we would like to go to or something like that. Let me go ahead on and throw it out there. I don't have to necessarily wait for him or throw hints at him for him to do it. Let's go ahead on and do it. Now, if I am consistently giving like that and he's not giving back, then that's a different conversation as well. At that point, you need to be called out, right? Because there's no reciprocity. You're not giving back. So I like I told my homegirl a while ago, but she asked me about why niggas don't like try to take me out for a date? Cause I like, really, man, all you do is talk to niggas. And like a lot of niggas feel like they don't want to be played and all this shit. All this bullshit. Like their money Woo! don't. Their money don't. I look at it like, bro, this shit ain't gonna break me. So whatever, whatever. But man. I always told her I was like, cause she she was trying to debate on what uh what else she want to take serious or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so my thing, I told her I was like, look. Make the first move. Suggest the date. Even tell her you'll go Dutch 
And if he don't want to go Dutch with you, you would know I'll rip. You know what I mean? Uh, the seriousness of it. The seriousness of like, What I'm saying, like, like, like let me, let me figure until Okay, uh, okay. Uh, so okay, I was okay. like, if you suggest the date or you offer to pay for the date or you offer to go Dutch and or you suggest a free date and the man don't say, yeah, what nigga don't want to go out? If it's free. Oh, you saying you were telling your homegirl to yeah. suggest a date where they go Dutch. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Just because you can tell if a dude's serious about it. Because like I said, it, he has no excuse then because it's like, I'm, I'm not getting used for my money. She obviously won my time. So it's like, I feel like you should be like that. But like I said, it's more so a test more than anything else. Just test your seriousness about it. Now, was homegirl in a relationship where she was asking no, no, no. why she guys dating, in general? Dating, dating, dating. Wait, so you're, te- so you're saying she needs to approach a guy and say, hey, let's do a Dutch date. I didn't say necessarily. Whomever she's feeling. Or yeah, I feel like a lot more women should shoot their shot. They'll, they'll get the mm. nigga the extra light. Mm. I I'm not mad like, at that. I'm not mad at the concept. I just I, probably won't do it. Right. It's all right. You already established that you're a punk. <laughs> don't look. We said, well, I don't like the word punk. I'm just a little, uh, I'm a little apprehensive about rejection. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> but nah, so now nah, I'm saying like she should do it. One, I do feel like women should shoot their shot more because you are more likely to get the nigga that you actually want instead of trying to wave through the waters of bullshit of the nigga that's actually shooting their shot at you. Two. Mm, what if the guy that I want wants to be that uh alpha he wants to he wants to make all of those moves i guess he's not making them though right he's not making if them. i have to shoot my shot i guess he's not making them. or but, but then or, or, uh, no, do i really want him then i mean yeah you want you went after him look Fair it ain't enough. hard look at it like this look at it like a basketball team mm-hmm. team get you the fact the the 76 had to draft Allen Iverson for him to be there. It's not like he chose to go where he had to but go. But you know what? But I then he came in and mm-mm, said, I took over. Mm-mm. I'm not hosting a draft day for my husband. Okay? <laughs> I'm not hosting a draft day for my husband. But I get the analogy. Choose him, and then he can take over. If he an actually alpha dog, as he say he is, he's going to do what's necessary to be done. Sean, so- I want to be chosen. You are. Because he can say no. <laughs> <laughs> Because he can say no. He can be like, nah, fuck all that shit. Mm. But you know what? I do know women who shoot their shot. And like I said, I don't I don't down that in any any way. Let's call what you call me? <laughs> That's what I am. Okay. Scary cat. <laughs> That's what I am. Yeah, a little scary cat. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I am, so. I am. I'm not mad at it though. Go for what you want in everything because we teach it in life, right? right. Go for what you want. Whether that be a relationship or a career, go for what you want. Yeah, so I just, I just like shit. I be one of my women just don't shoot their shot, but every woman say that. I don't like hearing no. Like, all right. It's not just because of no. Um, and like I said, I don't mind being transparent about it. It's just never been the way that it's been done. I guess you could call that some tradition a little bit. And I know traditions are made to be broken, but it's a, it's a mixture of the two. It's just... Man, you know. gotta break tradition, man. This shit don't work for I us. I don't know. I don't know. This shit, this white people standards. That hey. ain't for us. Uh, <laughs> it's white people standards. Listen, a man going for a woman does not mean it's just for white people. I didn't say it's for white people. I said that's who made the standard, though. 
I don't know. White man. I don't know. I can't predict. I can't say who made the standard because although we were separated, I don't know what we were over there doing. I don't know what they're over there doing. Now the marriage thing, you know, legalities of marriage and things like that. Absolutely. You're right. But as far as who approached who first, I can't say who did that. Yeah, I can't say that. Folk, I don't folk, know. Folks saw each other. They was they they felt they smelled that must. You know what? That good must. <laughs> that woman smelled that must because she knew he he killed shit. You know what? Threw him that pussy. That's how it worked. That's, that's how simple it was. Cause she killed. No, nah, cause he killed. He, he killed. killed shit. It's all he 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 can protect me. Come nut up in this. You know what? I don't know that that's how they were talking back then, but I we'll, mean, they, we'll go they with had, it. They, they had they, they own little barbaric language for it. You know what I mean? They had their own little way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just pretty much the nigga didn't have to go, like, get her a rock or no shit. <laughs> he ain't go kill a, a saber tooth or no shit. You know what I mean? He did what he had to do. You know what? I want to ask you about this, uh, this meme I saw. It said something i'm paraphrasing here but it said that and i'm kind of switching gears but it's still about men and women okay um it said something about how men claim they don't like gold diggers right Mm. but as soon as men get money they go for that trophy wife that Mm -hmm. gold digger type and i even had someone comment under it when i posted and said Absolutely. And I'm I'm right at just about enough money, so send me a trophy wife. Right. So tell what what how do you feel about that? Because I think that's that's stupid. a thing. I absolutely it, it's think a it's thing. a thing. It's stupid. That's a thing. <laughs> but niggas can be stupid. Oh, and, and why complain about gold diggers when you know good and well as soon as you come up on a little bit of cash, you go for the exact type. Yeah, I, I can't relate to that logic. Cause I'm not spending money on a woman that I just don't really fuck with. Like mm-hmm. Outside, like, but that's shit. your desire. Like, that's who you desire, though. Is right. that trophy wife that one that um, I'll say in our present times that IG model type woman that mm-hmm. everyone lusts after? Right. Um, if I had to think like these niggas, I think those niggas have confidence issues. I never had a confidence issue. I don't care how I broke up. Excuse me. I don't care how broke I was. I was gonna shoot my shot. Mm-hmm. I never felt like I was out of in somebody's league because all the motherfuckers do say yes or no. Okay. And I feel like if she fuck with me, she gonna fuck with me regardless because I was a hustler. I was gonna work for what I had to do anyway. Mm-hmm. No how broke I was or how much money I make, now nah, I'm gonna have to. I gotta do what I gotta do regardless. So. Your worth was never based on your income. Right. And, okay. And it's a lot of dudes worth. They uh, feel like they worth the income. This hello. Why, it absolutely is. That's why a lot is. of them don't like uh independent women. Yeah. They Talk say they it. want it. They say they want that, but in the end of the day, a lot of dudes put their work into their money because they don't know how to do other shit or how to fulfill a woman outside of the exact the money. same way. Men ask a woman, you know, what else do you have to offer besides that patch of hair between your legs? As my mom used to say, uh, was my mother school. says that she patch of hair. She did old school. Absolutely. She had no no offense, but she had that coochie head nigga putting jackets down on puddles and shit. You know what? I don't know what my daddy did for her. <laughs> he put them jackets down okay, on puddles. Okay, or what he what she's still doing for him. <laughs> but my mama said that patch of hair. Okay, that so the shit. same way men say, "What else do you have to offer?" is the same thing I think women say. About a man's money. You know, what else do you have to offer besides your money or an independent woman? You know, and I'm putting that in air quotes, y'all. 
what else do y'all have to offer other than money? The same way y'all said, what else do we have to offer other than sex? But I think a lot of women don't think niggas offer more than money and dick. You're right. I think a lot of women have that mentality towards it. That's why the motherfuckers are like, I can deal with a nigga if you got money. Especially these days. Um, and I think that that kind of perpetuates that standard of a man saying, okay, well, hey, I have money, so shoot. What are you complaining about? I pay right. the bills. What are you complaining about? Mm-hmm. There are things much worse than a man not having money. You can have money but have no substance whatsoever. Don't be caring about that. Ooh, a lot of people honey. put prices on their pussy. Like, but you know, women. we're taught that too. In yeah. some homes, we are taught that. You know, hey. If, ability, if which if is you, fine. But yeah. If, uh, if a man is, if he wants you, you know, then he needs to be paying. He needs yeah. to be doing something for you. Which, I agree with the notion that you shouldn't give your body to somebody that you don't really like fuck with like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I actually put a price on this like a monetary value. Like, man, like, <laughs> Is he wild. paying a bill? Yeah, Is he one thing, giving like, you some money? The one chick was like, "You ain't gonna pay no bills to have my inbox." And I was like, "Fam, y'all don't live together." <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand y'all live together. The motherfucker is at your crib all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's different. Like, help out the person you fucking with, especially when you in they shit. I ain't saying the nigga can't do. I don't really give a fuck what the next nigga do with his money. But you just don't come at me with that bullshit. Cause I'm gonna be like, bro, huh? I ain't never been in your house. So why the fuck I'm gonna pay a bill? I don't live in there. I say I'm gonna get a key to it. They're like, yeah. no. Like, I ain't I'm not paying a bill to a house that I can't come and go freely. That's fair. So, That's fair. Also, I just think it's just bad money management to pay for cribs that you ain't staying in. And I get a lot of motherfucking niggas just got, just got money like that. And that's cool. I still feel like that's stupid. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. They can do whatever floats your boat. It kind of goes back to the man who puts a lot of value on the assets that he has or on the money that he has yeah. and what he can pay for from or for a woman. I also think a lot of niggas with money, they use their money because they really don't really give a fuck about getting to know the chick. They like, all right, cool. She here because I got money. Let me go ahead and buy her this little, this little purse. Get my nut off a few times, then I'm done. I, I agree. Because I can get that money back. All she going to say she got a purse out of it, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then also, I think sometimes for people, it's easier that way to just yeah. have that material relationship because then you don't have to delve any deeper. Yeah, I think most you don't people. You have to go alone. Right. The most, most people, a, a hard effect of reality, I tell people, everybody you meet ain't going to be the one. Right. Majority of the motherfuckers is there for a good time not a long not time not a long time <laughs> man or woman so it's like that's how you approach this shit that's how you gotta approach it really like that's why I tell people when they come to date like stop I won't say dating without a purpose but stop trying to expect this shit out of everyone you date like just enjoy the experience and the yeah, moment enjoy the moment and, and it and it happened like it's what always worked for me anytime I would hit my head like this is I'm gonna cuff her that shit did not go how I wanted every time I came into a relationship it just happened. Because I wasn't concerned about this shit. I embraced my... Don't even worry about a relationship until you even like like a person like that. And it's hard for me to like a person. So it was like, what's the purpose thing about a relationship? Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to like a woman like that. Well, you know what? I think that... you know, And I don't knock anyone because I think that's what makes the world go around. These different perspectives, different takes on uh, dating and things like that. Uh, so I don't knock anybody. I just think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. That's what these types of conversations are for. Right. And since we on dating, uh, I was going to ask you, what does the statement date someone that improves you means to you? Um, when I hear that statement, 
I'll speak on kind of what I like out of a guy. I like a guy who can teach me. And when I say that, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going into it ignorant or dumb or something like that. I just mean that he might show me a different way of doing something. He might show me a different level of ambition. He might show me a different type of grind or something like that. I want to date someone or I want to be with someone who is consistently pushing me to be better. Even if that's just with a mindset, Mm. just a mindset could be different. You could be telling me jazz. Hey, you know, you set a schedule, let's get up and let's, let's handle it. You know, um, I'm proud of you. Uh, let's, let's move forward. You know, different. It it doesn't matter how, but Mm. that statement to me means that person is putting me in a different mindset. Right. If I'm dating someone who's who's equal to me, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But where do we go? Where do we go from there? Do we go up? Do we go down? You know, because we can very well talk about how people, how we date different people, and they bring us down a level. We can talk about that all day. You know, hey, I got out of a relationship where I was emotionally torn. This person was a bum, and they messed up my credit or blah, 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 blah. We can talk about that all day. But then let's talk about the people who put us on a different plateau. Like these people who level us up mentally, shoot, physically. If I date someone who is uh, in the gym harder than I am, shoot, I might come out of that relationship doing fitness competitions so that's what i take that from like something physically mentally where i wasn't there before i met you but now i am or i have an idea of being there if that makes sense (laughs) after all that talking y'all i like to ramble so i try to keep it concise yeah i'm kind of on that uh that same length of one i'm gonna tell y'all it's not a waste of time just because y'all shit didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Your life improved. Your mentality improved. Right. You gained a lot. So it's not yes. a waste of time just because shit didn't work out. There's life. Yes. Know, like, stop saying somebody wasted your time and shit. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the how people can fuck up your life. and All or, day long, right? Uh, <laughs> I listened to this uh, podcast by Money Jones. And he was talking about uh, niggas, like, getting facial routines and he was like if you had a certain age there you go he's like if you had a certain age you clearly ain't ran to a woman that gave a fuck about you because you out here with the crunch face like you know, i like that he was like ain't no woman put you on like some like a uh, facial mask or some type of routine to get your face and shit straight and i was thinking like a lot of women that i fucked with really like try to give like little different things mm-hmm. to improve like my how i eat or this, that, and the third. And also, like I said, the, the supportive shit. Like, like, most times in my interactions, I tend to be the, I guess, the life coach of the situation. Mm-hmm. The, the smarter one putting folks on. So I try to seek other things from people to make me improve or make my life easier. And so, for me, it's just like, if you can show me, like, a different perspective than the norm, that helps me out a lot. If you can bring great conversation that challenge my shit, it helps me out a lot. Things like that, it helps me more than anything else. Because I've grown up and taught myself a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. So for me, I like to be, I need to be challenged inside of a relationship. Or even if I get irritated or not, which I'm I'm a very irritable person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, (laughs) but it's a necessary thing for my personal growth. So with me, when I somebody say, Get somebody to improve, like they put you on to different shit. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I may be doing something wrong. Like I said, like my skincare. So, like, hey, try this shit. I try. I like it. I came out built eating certain shit. Like, I done ate. Absolutely. I done ate, like, the impossible products due to somebody's suggestion and shit. Mm-hmm. I changed my diet because of somebody told me to read this or mm-hmm. watch this document, this, that, and the third a little bit. Exactly. So, just pretty much just improving my life in general. You know what I'm saying? It makes it worth it. I agree 100%. I love how you uh, simplified it all the way down to facial care or uh, hair products or an article you may have read or something like that. Uh, I know for myself, my ex, he had really like soft, curly hair, Mm. but he was sleeping on a cotton pillow and his hair was nice, like flat, dry, crunchy in the mornings. I'm like, listen, there are a lot of people who would love your hair. You need to take care of your hair. So what I do Say, let's get a silk pillow. Let's get this product that would aid your curls, things like that. So you're absolutely right. It's the smallest thing sometimes. Yeah. Somebody bought me like a little beard kit when I started growing my shit. Mm -hmm. It came like a little comb, conditioner, shampoo, and all that shit. You're absolutely right. I just kept doing it on my own, trying a little different products, and I finally found a product I like. But, yeah, I just feel like when you deal with people, a relationship of any any kind of business, romantic, friendship, it's supposed to be beneficial to you. Right. And it should be mutual beneficial. But if you're not getting any benefits out of it, what's the point of even dealing with this person? And it should be better than the last in some way. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be in a step up and improvement. Exactly. Like, I find it crazy, motherfucker. Like, you oh, this person stepped down, uh, downgraded. Like, you don't know what the person did moved on. I feel like this indictment on you. They had to downgrade to be happy. Uh, that's a little bit of a insecure, not insecurity, but a little bit of uh, ill ill feelings on that other person's part, right. <laughs> saying they stepped down. You don't know what they did. Right. You don't know what this person yeah. brings to life. Like just because you're a good person, I mean you're the good, the right person for somebody. And like I said, that's some a, shit just don't work out. Just because you're a good person doesn't mean you're the right person. Because sometimes certain qualities in relationships clash, or they. Uh, are euphoric or they come together based on you know different qualities that the individuals have so sometimes you yeah you may be a great person but shoot just not for this person exactly you know yeah folks you gotta accept this shit and like also accept that sometimes shit don't work out you could be at a job i just find it funny how people just give up on love so quickly Mm -hmm. but i put it like shit treat it like a goddamn job like motherfucker you done been on several job interviews you did not get every job that you interviewed for. You know, Most people did. You're right. And I get the the emotional aspect there of it you makes go. it hard. You know, there but at you the go. same time, I get you, what you have to apply it makes your, sense, You have to apply your brain. Because folks always ask me, you ever been heartbroken? I was like, no. Oh, I've been heartbroken before. But I've never been like it. Well, not take it back. I have been in shit situations. But I was never like heartbroken about her. It was just like other shit. Yeah. That I was like hurt about. But I never allowed myself to even stay around with people that means me no good. Like, I have, my pride won't allow me to, to, well, be, you know to what? be a fool. Kudos to you, okay? <laughs> and it's not even always about being a fool. I'll say that when your emotions get tangled into these situations, uh-huh. it is hard to just disconnect. Your The heart and the mind are typically never on the same accord. Right. By the time something goes sour, your mind is telling you, girl or boy, listen, or man or whatever. You know, sometimes guys get a little sensitive about that word, boy, whatever. But 
you need to leave. You mm-hmm. know, your mind is telling you, hey, you know you deserve better. You know you need to leave. You know you could you could do better. Leave. But your mm-hmm. heart is doing what? Oh, well, he or she says she was sorry. Um, you know, the sex is good. Or <laughs> um, I don't think I'll find anyone else. Or the dating scene now is just, I should just stick around. The heart and the mind are typically never on one accord. So it's a little easier to say leave and it's a little easier to think leave and let it go. But Mm. it's not always that easy. It's not always that easy. Sometimes you have to reach a, sometimes you have to reach a breaking point before you actually leave out of that situation. And sometimes we know we're being played for a fool and it's still hard for us to leave. So And I think, and I, I commend people who, um, and I think we're we're in uh, that that Facebook group that you created, which I, I really like. Um, and I said something about letting go of people, mm-hmm. and I think it's a personality trait of mine where I can't just say, "Hey, cut off," like cut off notice. It yeah. it doesn't always work that way, especially when you're emotionally invested. Now, just an everyday person, someone who doesn't really know me, oh yeah, it's easy to it's easy to cut them off, right? But for someone else, like for yourself, you might be able to say, hey, bye. You know, I don't want to deal with you anymore. And it's easy for you to cut them off. So I guess it's a case-by-case basis. I, I'm not saying be stupid, though. Okay? I, I, I would <laughs> say it's not like that I don't think about the person or I don't, you know what I'm saying, be like But you said it pride. You said pride. But my pride is yeah. what allowed me to go mm-hmm. back to somebody that means me mm-hmm. no good. So... Yeah. And that pride means, a, that That's, word means a lot. Yeah, we, okay? we like to use it in a very negative tone. Like, don't let your pride fuck shit up for you, blah, all that shit. But, I agree with that too, though. But you look at the definition of pride, I mean, it's about how you look at yourself. So you honor yourself enough to protect yourself, then it should be, it'd be hard, but at the same time, easy for like to stop dealing with somebody. Because, like I said, if a person don't mean you no good, like, it's different when. Shit just not working out, but you want shit to work out. Let's, I ain't talking about, but when shit be drastic, somebody just doing you dirt, disrespecting this and the third, it's just like, nah, I can't stick around for this shit. Like, I get that we try to, we all try to fight for relationships and situations that we break it down and we can see the solutions of what need to be done. So yeah, we try to stick around and make this shit work. But at the same time, if a person like, just, like I said, just disrespecting you and just being roguish or whatever the fuck they, they doing, no, I can't sit around for that like that. Like you can't talk to me any kind of way. It's a wrap. Like I, it's over with. Like I'm not even. I don't talk to my sister right now because she talk crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's just certain things that you have to stand on. You got to have principles that you're willing to like die on their heel about. Now, and and I, I like how you said that the definition of pride is just. Uh, you mentioned the definition of pride. So how can that be negative, right? right. But I mean, it is one of the. Seven deadly sins for a reason, right? So sometimes that pride could be taken as a little bit of arrogance. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Um, It's I guess it just kind of depends because I do think pride gets in the way of opportunities or it gets in the way of relationships that could flourish sometimes. And sometimes we just have to take that L on the chin. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you have to realize that maybe your pride did get in the way. Yeah, right. I I I, I, I would say that my pride has helped me more than it's hurt me. Okay. I was going to ask, has your pride ever gotten in the way? Okay. Okay. Yeah, my pride has definitely hurt 
helped me more than hurt me. I agree. Been a lot of times where I've said some things, and I, I'm a person, I like to stand on shit I say because I feel like, unless you got Tourette syndrome, there's no reason why you should be speaking out of turn. Like, Fair enough. A lot of people try to get away where I was mad. Like, I don't, I personally yeah, don't care. Yeah, no, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I don't that. give a fuck because you're an emotional state you can say and do. No, yeah. you got to be accountable. Something that should you say on it? I stand on the fact that if you are a person who uses anger as an excuse to do hurt anything. people, right? Do anything, hurt people, or uh, talk out of out of the way, or I just said that to make you mad. Something is wrong with you, right. okay? Like, something you is wrong with you. Yeah, I, I think there's something wrong with you if you purposely try to upset people just to kind of what get your rocks off or to uh win an argument there's something wrong with you yeah, you need to check that though. that's why a lot of dudes they be like well when i try to talk about shit how like it was just a chick what i want to say about two two three weeks ago her dude broke up and he did some after the fact that they broke up with mm-hmm. another chick and so she stopped airing out his shit that's- and then he, he reposted a, a post saying like uh, him pretty much saying I don't open up because people like throw shit in my face, and he said this is the exact reason why I don't do this shit. And I, of course, niggas do this shit too, but it's just funny like people just do shit to try to hurt you, and they think shit's supposed to be okay. Like you supposed to be okay with it. Like one, I'm gonna tell you now, man. Just because you forgive somebody, I don't mean you gotta get them access to you. Absolutely, forgiveness like, is for yourself. It's not for the other person. Yeah, I take people out the time. Like my sister, like said, we got into it, and she was like, "I'm being stuck." I'm like, no, nah, you just can't say certain shit to me and think shit gonna be sweet. Yeah, like it's just a certain level. I get that when you be mad, it's like cool, whatever. But you say certain level shit to me, it's like whatever. Like we ain't got nothing to talk about. No, I agree. There's a, and I think that varies from person to person because yeah, I'm someone who, different. right? Because I'm someone who you cannot call me out of my name. I don't care if you're heated, you're upset. I don't care. You should never ever fix your mouth to call me anything other than Jasmine right. or you girl is about as as bad as it can get right. <laughs> you know um and the people that i the people that i've dealt with in the past they honored that they respected that and if it goes anywhere past that then it's over you yeah. know because that's a level of re- disrespect for me yeah. but i know for some people that's how you communicate you know what i'm saying and i like i said i'm not knocking anybody it's just not a thing for me yeah. right so um it, it just, it's, it, like you said, it's levels to it. It just kind of depends on what your personal preferences are. Um, but if you are out here just saying things to make people mad, just to raise people's blood pressure, I think that's wrong and I think that's messed up. I don't agree with airing out people's dirty laundry. I, I do agree that sometimes people can make you so mad right, to where hurt. you feel like, right, that's all you want to do is hurt them. Um, but but I shoot, I don't think social media is the place to handle anything period ever in right. life but i just feel like that makes you look dumb oh this nigga got shit stains in his in his drawers all the time like so why you fucking him that's so that's, that's <laughs> that is elementary what oh this nigga don't pay bills so why are you fucking him True. like why why like you, this bitch coochie stinking so why did you eat it because <laughs> like, you know you did like why are your faces down there like y'all have to understand <laughs> that when y'all do fuck shit like it comes shit back makes you on look you bad. yep it comes back on you all the dirty laundry you're airing out just shows us what you're willing to tolerate as a person that's why i don't be having sympathy for most people like, yeah I, like i said i lack sympathy because a lot of times people just do stupid shit and you get the whole story you'd be like oh okay whatever like i remember it was his uh i had a homeboy from my hood he got killed 
I wanna say we was in we was in high school. So when we found out we were like, oh man, it's just sad, whatever, whatever. The actual story, and we was all sad, so the actual story was this nigga tried to rob somebody and the dude that he tried to rob killed him. Mm-hmm. I was wow. like, oh, my symptom went away like that quick. Yeah. They like, bro, they still put that. Like, bro, he tried to rob somebody. What would you do somebody to rob you? They all said the same shit. Like, well, so, like, yeah, rest in peace to him, but he put himself in that position. Why the fuck am I going to feel sorry for that bullshit? Like, I get, you know what I mean, whatever, but that's just me. Like, I, I think I can separate my, my personal feelings from a person's actions, and I just feel like if you put yourself in a certain situation, like you can't have sympathy. I don't have sympathy for that shit. You just make yourself look bad. But hell. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a it's a communication thing and shoot. That's why it's important for people to I'll say a couple of things. One, you know, don't play with people's emotions. You know, I, I stand by that. I think that even the most sound person mm-hmm. can flip the script when yeah, you anyway. add heartbreak or deceit you know things like that uh, exactly you can flip the script so number one just don't play with people's emotions like that number two you need to heavily vet the people that you decide to let in your life what type of communicators are they what is their home life like how were they raised you know we typically kind of get caught up in the moment and we forget about those things and then when those uh little those little caveats of their personalities play out throughout the relationship Uh then you go to thinking dang like what did I get myself into? Like, I didn't yeah. realize I was, de- you know? <laughs> you know, people try to be so in a rush to get to the relationship. Right, they right. take their time to actually get to know the person. Like, people, what people got to understand, like, when you meet most people, they're going to be the best version of themselves. It takes time for people to get comfortable and say, show who they really are. And just then the third, and by the end, if you jump head in, like, you stuck. Like, y'all got to stop treating relationships like a temp service. Like, like, bros, no. Like, treat this shit like you making that lifelong commitment of getting married. That's how I view, personally, me, relationships. Well, I don't see us with gray hair and, like, us wanting to build and shit. No, I'm not getting a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pointless to give somebody. You don't get a relationship just because you like somebody. Yeah, love is not enough for a relationship. If you're not trying to obtain the goals that I want to, it's, it's pointless. There's no point having a relationship. Like, I just feel like it's counterproductive and you wasting your own time. You you ain't take your time, like you said, to get to know the person and how they how they handle certain shit. Like you putting yourself and you set yourself up for that hurt, right? Because like you ain't getting to know this motherfucker. They talk you like you ain't seen the person mad yet. Y'all be ready to like live with each other this day and the third. I just look at y'all like, bro. I mean, do y'all man, you know do work best work for you? But clearly it ain't working, so you might want to change it up. I agree, and um, like you said. I think these days it's kind of on, it's kind of two sides. Like either you're super, uh, super protected. You've got walls up. You're not really letting anyone in. And then on one side, you're super vulnerable. You're just kind of ready to be in a relationship period. So on one hand, it's like, Oh, just come on in. We'll work it out afterwards. Or then it's like, uh, my walls are built up so freaking tough that I'm not letting anybody in. So which Double-edged sword. Shit, the motherfucker ain't gonna deal with for too long. <laughs> true. No, true. This shit damn near impossible to break down. It's pretty much over with. Like, I can't even get jiggy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, I ain't jumped through hoops for nobody. Not a soul. <laughs> That's just me. Again, You're right. But some people do it. 
I ain't gonna do it. You if you make the process again to know you and all this shit hard for no reason, what I feel like it's no reason at all, I'm cool. You ain't worth it. Man, vulnerability is a lost um a lost art action, however you wanna put that right. these days. Um I mean, society makes it a little tough to date. And I guess if you bring in that baggage from what you think mm-hmm. a man or a woman wants or you think their intentions are, then that makes dating a whole lot harder. I try yeah. to give everybody a clean slate. Try to. Yeah, until you, you prove you, me wrong. You got to. I, I give everybody my trust until you fuck with me. I don't carry yeah. certain shit to the next person. I'm not going to assume just because you on a similar path as far as how you handle shit that this is what it's going to lead to. Because some people just do, do shit differently. Because the thing about it, we all similar. It's on a certain amount of ways that shit can be done. But we all different. So it just kind of depends on how the shit, you know what I'm saying, you can handle it. And it just, people got to just take the time to get to know the people. This, even the friends, y'all little co-workers, y'all get, trying to get cool with. Mm-hmm. Your romantic shit. Like, one thing I can say about my advice that I give is always, it's always like, you can put it in other parts of your life. Mm-hmm. It's never like it's for romantic shit. Like, no, you need you make friends. You need to learn how the fuck they are. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I think I posted something like that on Facebook recently. You know, everyone has a uh, love language. Everybody's not necessarily into calling it a love language, but everyone has a way that they want to be loved, respected, related to, etc. And that trickles over into friendships as well. When I say relationship, I'm talking about all of them. You know, friendships, uh, the relationship you have with your parents, your siblings, et cetera, et cetera. We all have a way that we want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it would do us all some good if we respect that from our significant others, our friends, et cetera, et cetera. Because you have people who, oh, I'm going to cut this person off. I'm going to cut this person off because they didn't do X, Y, Z. Well, you know what? Do they know that that's what you expect? Do they know that that's how you like to be loved, received, et cetera? And are you respecting the way that they like to be? Because they may feel the same way. I think it comes down to a lot of our relationships and things like that come down to us being selfish a lot of the time and Mm -hmm. only seeing things from our perspective as opposed to looking at, the big picture, right? Yeah, like a lot of people, we we tend to love selfishly. We, mm-hmm. we care about we care about what we want. I think I made a post and it came up in my my history, my memories, and I was like, it's always funny how we always make posts about what we want and demand and require relationships, but it's very seldom that you see what people have to offer or what they give in relationships and mm-hmm. shit. And so, like you said, relationships, we all have our own love, like just in the third. And just like romantic relationships, your friendships got certain fits too. Like people got to learn to bend and compromise and what not to compromise on. And for me, it just realized, like people say they soulmate, they always speak on it as far as like romantic, like bro, your soulmate could be anybody per the definition. So it's just like y'all got to stop putting so much uh, clout into romantic mm-hmm. relationships when your other relationships are just as important. Every relationship you have, right, like you said, with your parents, with your friends, your siblings, your co-workers, your business moves, like all that shit matters. So you got to put the same kind of effort into that shit. I agree. Um, I agree. I think that when we talk about romantic relationships, we typically always put more uh, 
emphasis and effort into mm. those. I know there's a song I listened to an artist, uh, Lana Del Rey, and she made a song called This Is What Makes Us Girls. And one of the lines in the songs is, this is what makes us girls. We don't stick together because we put love first. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so true. We tend to kind of put our girls on the back burner sometimes or put our other relationships on the back burner because we need to do everything for our man, right? right? But no, you need to feed into all of those relationships because one thing's for sure, honey, that man is not going to fulfill every single part of your life. You need other people, mm-hmm. okay? So Yeah, I tell you, I, any chick that try to be with me, uh, I, talk to me, whatever, I, I told my old lady not. Before we got together, like you need to keep hanging out with your friends. Right. No, for real. For real. Like, Don't ghost the, them. I'm not the guy that wants to be around my significant all day, every day. Like, now we can talk, you know what I'm saying, whatever, but you need to have a life outside of me. It brings more into the relationship. And also it is healthy. Yeah. To have separate separate lives. Exactly. Yeah. And even if you do even if we are together, say we live together or something right. like that. Even if we are together every day, hey, you need to go kick it with the fellas sometimes, okay? Exactly. Go have your guys' night out sometimes, exactly. okay? Or just have your own separate space. Something. Inside uh-huh. this place you stay. Like, I you agree. have your man cave, woman cave. And y'all just, y'all do this shit. That way it keeps the shit fresh. Like, this shit get tiresome. Y'all up in each other's ass. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't really get with it because this shit is just like, like you smothering it. Yeah. And I hate when I get smothered, like I said, I get irritable. And I, I'm always, always irritable by the thought of being around you. It's just not good for the relationship. Understood. Understood. So, like, the last little topic we're going to hit on, it is pretty much just the growth of, and the focus of the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. And just uh, more so, what do you think about the gestures, uh, the politicians, these organizations, and like you know, athletes, such and such are doing. Like, what's your opinion on what's going on with it? The first thing, as you were saying, the gestures. You know, the thought that ran through my mind was blah 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 blah. Right. Okay, because gestures are just that. Gestures are just that. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said. I like to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's great that we are able to, as black people, as athletes and things like that, I think it's great that we are ruffling more feathers now. I think it's great that we are making people uncomfortable, being in their faces like, hey, y'all cannot ignore us anymore uh, because it's been a struggle for just that long, right? right? And I feel like that this is the most open we've been able to be with ourselves in the public, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so the gestures, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, it's cool. Make people uncomfortable. Make people continue to talk about it. Don't let it die down. Keep on putting it in people's faces, right? Mm-hmm. However... When it comes to the politicians and those in power who could actually make changes, gestures mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Just like when those uh, was uh, when, when they when they wore the the kente cloths and they <laughs> kneel. Man, if that wasn't the biggest joke yeah. I've ever seen in my life, it was funny. I feel like that's something that we can all sit at the barbecue and talk about how stupid they looked. Okay, yeah, it was funny to me. It was right. It was hilarious. It was a joke, but we still 
having arrested the killers of Breonna Taylor, right? Right. No, I'm saying gestures mean nothing to me, and she's not the only one. But I'm just saying that's something that we're still dealing. Elijah McClain, we're right. still dealing with those types of things. I don't want a commercial. I don't want a, a, a name on a shirt. I want real action. I want uh, I, I want some type of change in the uh, in the justice system. Man, right. the justice system is the biggest. The biggest is the way that y'all are y'all are saying that are y'all really saying Black Lives Matter? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, the justice system slaps us in the face every day. Right. Every day, man. I was listening to a podcast. Um, I'm a big true crime fan, mm-hmm. and I was listening to a podcast, and uh, they were talking about um, the woman was. I think the podcast was called Serial, if I'm not mistaken. But the woman was. She was doing a, a documentary on the Cleveland justice system. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I've never had to deal with the justice system. Me personally, it's never been in my face directly. You know, I've had traffic tickets and stuff, but, you know, right. that doesn't really, that's that that barely scratches the surface, right? Right. Um, but she was documenting, and there was a white woman who, uh, she went to a bar, she got into a fight or whatever. She ended up punching the bouncer mm-hmm. because he touched her. But it was a police officer, off-duty police officer, right? right? So he ended up pressing charges, and she ended up going to trial. And the lawyer that was representing her said, "Well, he said verbatim. He said, in he said it helps her that she's a white woman. He mm-hmm. said that it always helps to be white. No, it never. He said it never hurts to be white. Mm-hmm. It always hurts to be black. Right. That's literally what he said. This is a public defender. He was a public defender." Straight out of his mouth, that's what he said. And, you know, uh, of course I know that the justice system has never been for us, but to hear him say that just mm-hmm. so candidly, right. I'm like, wow, you know, everybody knows it, but nobody's doing anything about it. So yeah. forget the gestures. I don't care about the gestures. I don't care about the movement. Where is that even? Not, well, not I don't care about the movement, y'all. That's not what I meant. But I don't care about the, the, the gestures. I don't right. care about the gestures. Let's see some real reform, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so do speaking of this, do you think voting matters? I do think voting matters. I do think voting matters, and if we would, that's the thing. People say voting doesn't matter, but how will we know if we never do it? Right? Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm both sides. But kind but of. but how can we ever say it doesn't really actually matter if we don't all actually do it? We've uh, never experimented the other side. Well, I think people get discouraged when they do try to vote because, you know, voter suppression, gerrymandering, and all this shit. But also, I just feel like, why I say it matters, but it don't matter. I feel like if you're not rich, it don't matter to you because you're not funding these folks. Well, what about on the local level? You're not funding these folks' campaigns. Mm, mm. I feel like if you, if, if, Anybody gonna say what they gotta say to get in office? I don't seen politicians at the politicians say they gonna do this, this, that, and the third for black people, and they didn't do this, that, and the third for black people. That's a fact. Well, they what about for black votes. what about those who actually do? It's not enough of them. So then we need to vote them in. No, no, no. It's not enough of them actually genuinely doing it. They trying to. That's what I'm saying. It's not enough of them. But I'm not saying it's not enough 
Because if you, that's a, because because of the so government. So back on, the ones that do, right? But it's got to be more. But remember how we just talked about how we can always spout the negative, but we never elevate that positive. I mean, elevate like, the positive, but. And let's back the positive and let's attract more people too. Because I think, first of all, there are not enough black people who want to be. In, in, in politics, right? I right. think there are not enough black people who have a desire to fight for their communities yeah, and their some, cities. Some, some black motherfuckers in there, they part of the problem too. Agreed, white, they agreed. Take white folks money. Agreed, I'm not mad at that and I'm not disputing that at all, but I do think, and, and I'm saying that myself right now and I'm not somebody that wants to be in politics. I care about our people, but I'm not someone who wants to get in there because I think that that would present a morality issue um, because I think, I don't even I don't know that I even want to delve that deeply into it. But I think that I just think that (laughs) I'm too weird to be a politician. I think that there are not enough people backing the positive ones and we're so quick to talk about the negative. But as with any argument though, Sean, how can we say, oh, voting doesn't matter when we have not all tested the other side of it? Because people don't have, they don't trust the government. The system, but we got to give it a try first, though, no, right? No, the, the system, the system wasn't made for this. You just automatically assume, though, that voting doesn't matter. But shoot, you ain't never voted. How can you say it doesn't matter if we've all never given that one, that other side a try? Let's give it a try, Ooh, and I don't then trust politicians, and so then sometime, say. but shoot, politicians are the ones that that they, make the decisions for you. You are absolutely correct, and like so, I said, and every politician. Has not had our, just about every politician has not had our side. But like how, you're saying we, we need to big up the ones that's positive. You're right. Right. The issue is. And then really get in and find out what their policies are. But, Let's really see if they're doing something that represents but one, us. The thing about, think about the politicians and think about how the government set up its checks and balance. It'd be different if the shit was what I say goes, this is how the shit gonna go. It's checks and balances. In this aspect, you can't just say forget the negative ones because they actually outnumber the good ones just like cops cops are there are good cops out here but one some most of the quote-unquote good cops they don't speak up against the bad, the bad cop but this justice system don't keep the bad cops in check but then it's like do we just succumb to the fact that life is just that way or do we do uh, things no, to try no, and no the things we need to do are vet and groom and and, and finance our own our own uh, politicians agreed but we can't do that if we don't vote we gotta vote them into office even and i'm to, just mostly what, talking about on the local level let's start there but we have to get a candidate that you trust true that's are like, we that's actually like, trying to do that though or but, are we just complaining like, about like, the ones like, we like, have i used i used the 2016 presidential election nobody trusted the other neither one of them mm-hmm. like you can't give people two shit plates and be like all right this this shit you want like some people just not gonna be like yeah they let me vote for the green because it looked a little bit better than the brown one. But low key though, this is my thing. That's why I said let's start with the local level because that's a little bit more tangible for people because right. those are people that we could see walking the streets every day, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I know that I want to mention uh, one uh, councilman that was just voted, JB Smiley. He's been, he's doing a good job of putting his policies out there. He's really he's really trying to hit the pavement and make things happen. Right. That's why for people Excuse like him who I know are actually trying to change the fabric of what it looks like, it, even just that small piece that he can change, right? He's trying. So right. shoot, how about we rally behind him? Maybe that would encourage someone else to say, you know what, hey, 
I'm, I, I am, I'm empowered and I feel like that's something that I would like to do. And then we can back that person, back that person, back that person. Why can't we start a positive chain reaction? I'm not saying that the negative won't sometimes weigh it out, but I'm just saying, let's try though. Like, I think a lot of times we just like give up. Like, oh, well, that's just the way it is. Well, we can't I, change it. I feel, but there's more ways to create change than have to worry about them. Cause at the end of the day, like I said, the people ain't for us, they ain't for us. The issue I feel like, and I'll honestly, my personal opinion about politicians is majority of them do go in with honest intentions to keep shit legit just in a third. I agree. But once they start getting them checks with them finances, or once people third, start to silence them, maybe they turn too. the checks down, they get silenced. Shoot, some of them get killed, some of them get threatened. You know, I say, it's you know not we enough. know how the game goes. So it's like, what about those people who actually want to make an honest uh, make an honest effort and for the people, more. but they get right, right. You need more, right? It's like having ten judges and you trying to highlight the one good judge, but it's nine of them being shit. But it does no good for us to just turn a blind cheek to it, like I'm oh, not well, turn a blind cheek to you it, know. But if if the majority of your experience with the system is negative, you're going to have a negative outlook. On right, it. I the agree. System has been proven. For the last 400 years, it has not been for black people. Does that mean that we can't change it? Do you think? So that's another question. Do you think that this is the end all? Do you think that we're just stuck here forever? I would say this. If we're not going to put our own candidates in there, yes. It doesn't matter. Like all this. Like, but Sean, you got to vote to do that. You got to vote to do that. We know we need to start grooming our own. We need to get the organization they claim, like the Black Lives, black Lives Matter organization, and all these in the NAACP, these folks need to start like grooming our politicians so we can actually put somebody out there to trust. Yes, you want people to vote. That's important. But at the same time, you can't tell people to vote for people they don't trust. This is my thing, though. You, I'm many, saying, how can you tell somebody to vote for somebody they don't trust? True, but how many of us, Sean, are actually looking at the policies that people do like how I, many of us how many I, I of us but for real it's only it's only we're only 14 percent, and a, a large number of us can't vote due to us being fucking uh fellas that's true but wait answer my question though how many of us are actually saying okay one two three is on the ballot let me look up their policies let me look up theirs let me look up theirs let me look up you know the past the articles on this person. I would say majority of us vote. Like. Let I, me I would see say the majority what this the, is like. The majority of eligible voters vote. Uh, how the, many people? The problem, do, now the problem many, might be that we, us as voters might, or the people as voters, they stick to a certain party, which they shouldn't. That might be the problem. How many people don't vote just because they just didn't feel like stopping? I don't know. You know I what I'm saying? It's a large number. Right. But so that's and that's why it's like voters. push it, push it, push it. Like, yes, y'all go I vote. I can't push that because I don't believe that that's the only way to create change. Because I don't feel like none of these politicians give a fuck about us. But Sean, you just said that we need to get people groom, in office. Groom, yes, groom our own. That's where we got started. I don't care about what these folks now. I'm talking about starting now. Let's get let's groom our kids to be lawyers. Let's groom our kids to be doctors so our black women can stop fucking dying in the hospital and shit. Let's groom our kids. We got to start. We got to start. But we can't start a, at the top. But what about those candidates that are running for office now who represent us? Do we not go out and support them and vote for them? That people have to get their trust. Are they trustworthy? That's the problem. The are system, you doing the your system, job? The system, to, the system in itself. Where's is the accountability broken. of the voter, though? 
if they don't trust people, you, it's cool. But if they don't trust them, think about it. If you don't are trust you somebody. Actually, looking, are you actually looking at this candidate and trying? You to gotta see, ask somebody that votes. You see I what I'm saying? Vote. But that's what I'm saying, though. We 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 talk about why we don't vote, but shoot. Have you actually, if you tell me you don't vote because you don't trust them, why don't you trust them? Oh, well, I just don't trust politicians. Well, uh, will you ever then? But will you ever? No, I probably won't. Unless 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 it's a groom, unless it's a person that's groomed from us, somebody that has been to our background, and they purposely like, this is what it is. But I'm saying, how will you know that if you don't vet them, if you don't do your own research on them? Because if they if I if Black Lives Matter come out and say, bro, we've been fine, we financing him, brother Ron, I have more trust in that person than saying, Oh, well, yeah, I took donations from the CEO from Walmart. Okay, well, that's pretty that's a pretty simplified way of putting it. I want to go back to our local level. I want to go local. Thank you, thank you. I don't want to talk about uh, the presidential from? election just yeah, yet. No, Let's talk about local. I, I'm, I'm not going to be president. I'm just saying Black Lives Matter should go to everything. Because our local candidates are like literally in the streets. There are local candidates who are literally in the streets. Where are they money coming from? Who? Where? where who? What, find out. What it's public. It's public. It is. So find out. It is. But how many people are literally trying you to find out? People that vote. You see what I'm saying though? But I'm asking I, I'm gonna ask Me you. Personally, I don't think the justice system is for us. It's never gonna be for us. So then you don't actually look up candidates and look and see what no, they're about? No. In order to find trust or build vote. trust, no, right? I'm not. Okay, but see then but then you said I feel like we're gonna deal with we're gonna have to deal with but then black people said, in this country gonna get the shit in of the street. But then you said we need to groom people, right? Groom people. How will you know if they're being groomed if you don't care to look them up? Personally, cause me personally, I want to build programs that's gonna do so. I'm trying to get so my money. Only so they're only worthy if they come shit. straight from you. It gotta be straight from me. It could be somebody I trust. The organization I say Black Lives Matter. If they do it, yes. <sighs> You can't okay. see. I can't see you and say I took. I took funding from somebody that purposely gave money to somebody else. That's like no. Like you have this. You gotta matter. So you have candidates when you pass by. Say walk just driving down the street and you see these. Um, see these pictures of these uh, candidates in people's yards. You mm. never actually said, "Oh well, Ruby Williams. Who is she? Let me look her up. She black." Let me see what she about. Let me see if that's somebody that I would vote nah, for. Because my belief is that we gonna always get the shit in. Other but shit. she, but that contradicts what you're saying. How though. does it contradict it? Because you're saying because she's not a person that that groomed, you, groomed by us. How do you know she's not though if you don't look her up? How do you know? That's just being dismissive off top. Yeah. That's the same way if you meet somebody with uh with you meet somebody and you read a book by its cover. You're reading a book by its cover. Right. You're not going into the book and saying, oh, well, shoot, dang, like she want to do this, 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 and this. Oh, yeah. It, I, I'm going to vote for her. I want the, I, these are the candidates that I, and then you turn around and you repost something that she said. Somebody else sees that you back it because they find you to be a credible source. They decide to back that person. Back, 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 back. Bam. Uh-huh. Suddenly, we might have five new people who decided to vote. And I've also been the person that said, I don't think voting's all the way to create change. Okay, that's cool. But we can have multiple ways. You voting know. can be one. Right. Something else can be the other. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you are passionate about voting, then the people that's actually passionate about voting be the people that putting it up. But what I just said, does that make sense to you, though? Yes. If you look somebody up and then suddenly you believe in them 
and you go put them out but there. I'm not a voter, so I'm not gonna do it. But I'm saying though. Get what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. You're not yeah. a voter, but then voter. you turn around and say that I you will matters. if you yes. groom someone. Correct. So then you'll become a voter. I will, if necessary. <laughs> but what if somebody? What if? What if somebody you've groomed, Sean? Right? Let's just say you did it right. personally, right? You groom somebody, mm-hmm. but then you have somebody, uh, somebody else on the other end of the spectrum, like yourself, who says, oh, well, I don't believe in politicians. I don't believe none of them are oh, any good. Right. But you're the one who's grooming them. You know that this politician is, you know, they're standing on uh, firm ground, firm beliefs that mm-hmm. you know they're for the people. But right. you have this person over here that says, I don't care. I just, I'm not voting. Ooh. I'm not, but I'm that's not that. cool though. The idea is to get people to believe in your candidate like, so you, that they can, can get do, into office and they all, can change all things. All you can do is lead people to the pun. You can make people drink. You you wasting people trying to make you wasting time trying to make somebody swallow when it's other people that's ready to accept. So why it's like so talking shoot, to a brick wall. So shoot, what's the point of even campaigning? Because you want you trying to reach voters, right? What's the point? You're trying to reach voters. It's point of campaigning, right? To put your policies out there, put your beliefs, whatever. All this job is to get voters, right? I can guarantee you they're not going to sit here and waste time to people they purpose saying, I'm not voting. So then it's like, I guess if, you, if you're a person who says, I just don't vote because I just don't believe, that means to me that you're just letting your fate be in someone else's hands. It's been up the past though. Well, that's not what I'm just saying. So it's true. Yes. You're yeah. just allowing your faith to be in someone else's as far as, as far as this should go, yeah. I'm going to have to deal with shit to regardless. But that's, I, I think that's kind of a, that's kind of a dismissive, uh, kind of a cop-out type thing. Oh, it's going to be like that anyway, so whatever. Yeah, cool. What? Okay, I can accept it. If that's how you feel about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's just how you feel about me. But is personally. that is that how you see it though? Like, okay, well, whatever. It's gonna be that way anyway. I feel so. like I feel like life as a black person in America, regardless of it, regardless of state, city, or federal, as far as the government goes, it's gonna be hard. So the best way for us to live is to just keep our heads down and just deal with it. Huh. Okay. What I'm saying here, there are other ways to create change for yourself. There's other ways to make shit better for ourselves. Asian that can people, be along Asian with immigrant, immigrant, Immigrants, you don't have to be. We, that's what I'm saying. We put, I'm just saying along with. You said there's other people, ways. I'm just saying that people, can be one of them. I didn't say voting couldn't, didn't matter. I said it doesn't matter when you don't trust the candidates that's running. But how can you not trust them folks and you ain't trying to get to know what they're doing? Because I feel like the system is going to be the system until we put people, our own people, our, when I mean our, I don't mean just all skin folks ain't skin folks because last time I checked it was a nigga that wouldn't charge them cops. You keep saying that, but how do you know they're not for us if you don't research them? I'm not a voter. Talk to people that vote. That looks <sighs> up this shit. Because I know black people. I know black people that won't vote for somebody simply because they're a Republican. The whole time, the Republican can be making the most sense between the two. Right, it's black and white people who do that. They vote just for their party. Yeah, that's why I think it's stupid. The few times that I actually look up folks shit, I'm like, oh, well, nah, they, they, they history is shitty. So, so you, you do look up candidates. I have before. Okay. When I thought about voting. So now, you've never you've never come upon a candidate that spoke to your policies or not your policies necessarily, beliefs. but Somebody yeah, your trust? beliefs no. or something or something that they're doing something with their campaign or they're doing something that you feel 
would benefit you or relate to you or the people around you or mm-hmm. something like that. Never. No. But Honestly. Every Honestly. Now, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Honestly. Like, no, no. Because at the end of the day, it, it doesn't benefit us. Because all I care about is us. I, I, I would be perfectly. I'm, I'm almost on the level of like Dr. Umar. Like, as so you, far as I don't really care about other people besides us. I'm not mad at that. So you believe that uh, that every black person in politics is untrustworthy? Not, I didn't say every. I'm, not, that, no, I didn't I'm say just asking. I'm just no, asking. No, I just say it's not enough. Because we, so and due to the checks and balances. The ones that you, I don't trust people. That's I don't trust I the politicians. I just asked if you believe every black person in politics is untrustworthy. But, they already, they, but those black people who was already there before I was even eligible to vote. Yay. That's another thing. Like they need to put a deadline on their shit. Some but people need to get kicked out. Yay or nay, though. What you mean, yay or nay? Are they all untrustworthy or not? I said no. Okay, so no. Now, if that's but they the older ones that was already there. But too. I'm talking about on the local level as well because we just had an election recently. Right. So, what stopped you from voting for them? I paid. Just did mind. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. So. All I'm saying is that maybe next time when the election comes up, which actually election time right now, it is maybe just vet some of the people. Just shoot, click on their website. I mean, just look, just look. Maybe you'll find that wow, they're representing something that aligns with my beliefs. You know what? I will take the plunge and I'll go and vote for them. I'm not saying it'll make you go vote for them. And I'm not talking about just you personally. Anyone that's listening that might harbor that same belief, just at least do your due diligence to find out about the candidates. You might read every candidate's bio or, you know, see what they're doing with their campaign. And you might say, you might still say, I don't trust any of them. Okay, cool. At least you did your due diligence. But to me to just say, ah, they all suck. What? Without doing any research? You're literally reading a book by its cover. You're reading a book by that politician cover open the book sometime there are still people out there who like you said really want to see change and if that's the case then black lives matter a lot of these other um a lot of these other organizations who are for the advancement of our people honestly are a moot point because we need representation as bad as we don't want to say so we need people on the front line for us they can actually make decisions for us. Agreed. So if we don't vote those people in, how can we expect change? We have to make noise in Washington. We have to make noise to the big heads in order for things to change for us. Mm-hmm. The way America works is that it comes from the top down. So if we don't make the effort to put people in place if we just turn a blind cheek to it just because we don't think it matters then shoot it won't whatever you believe is okay so and i'm not saying that um that has always i'm not saying I've, i've voted in every single election i'm not trying to come out here as a perfect person but i'm just saying that someone who has learned that you know what it's the way our country works we need more black people representing us. We need more black people on Capitol Hill. We just do. And are there people out there that are going to try and be roadblocks for that? Absolutely. People that are going to fight against that? Absolutely. But we can't stop, though. 
Yeah, no, nah, I feel like you gotta keep pushing. That's this the that's why I say there's more ways to change. You start with like your actual community and like all this shit that we can do as far as for ourselves and shit. So like I said, if you vote, like do do your job and vote. If you just like that folks got the right to vote, you don't vote, you got the right to know and stand on this shit. Don't be shamed into voting just because somebody told you to vote for people. Do your own research. Me personally, I just don't have no trust into the justice system just with the simple fact of it's proven time and time again through centuries. That's because there are people in the justice system representing us who aren't for us. Correct. Which is why we I say we need to groom. Which I say we when we, we vote for the DA, we we vote for a DA. You know what I'm saying? We vote for we vote, uh, we vote for those people. Right. We vote for those people. Mm-hmm. Put somebody in there that's for us. Which is why I say we need to groom our candidate. But look at look at the can. Let's not discount the fact that there are black men and women who try to be in those positions. What about giving them credit? Let's not just. Throw them to the side. It takes work to be in those positions. It, it takes work. So let's not just say. I didn't oh, say throw well, them to the side. You know what I'm saying? But they can be groomed and financed by us as well. Yeah. So we we just have to change. We 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 have to we have to put ourselves in man in these major positions, man. We can't just do this little business anymore. We got to go for big business. Like in the way America works, we have to be on Capitol Hill. We have to be, and we have like why is it not? Why can we not vote? For a Senate, a black, a black Senate, Congress, uh, councilmen, etc. Why can't we do that? We already got enough people working against us. We need to have. There's power in numbers. There's right. power in numbers. So if a thousand people voted for this candidate as opposed to what they did last term when they tried that last time, and a thousand more people vote this term, bam! Who knows how big of a difference that would make? That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's cool. And, and I'm not like saying voting is the way to make change. We 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 can leave it at one that. One of the ways to make change. One of the ways. But doing that small business, the gestures, man, that's the. No, I don't it, care about the gestures either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not, and not to discount it either. I don't want to sound insensitive towards it. No, I'm just saying that we shit. need real. We need people in real decision making positions. We just don't have enough people in decision-making positions we got a bunch of old white men and women representing black people we need black people in those positions to represent us and in order to do that we gonna have like numbers have to come out we we gotta numbers we gotta we gotta be strong in numbers that's all i'm saying and i'm not saying voting is the only way never said that put too much power i'm just saying but shoot, how can you say they put too much power into it when, when folks are voting these people in every day that are against us? Cool. That's power. That is power. One, it's the ultimate power. Not that many of us. I'm, I'm to keep it a bean with you. As far as like federal voting and shit, it's not enough of us. We gonna need white people. And like I say, white people fuck with us. Exactly. But they. But if we get and if we get them, we doing all this trying. This is. We doing all this convincing. We trying to get white folks to realize, hey, we're people. We're being, and we're being that's created. Why that's why I don't like the justice. We're unequal. We're doing this. With, and we got white folks changing their mind, but we still let the house talk about we ain't going to do it. What? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how have the right to vote. No, I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just saying it's skewed to me. We want white folks to come out and change their minds and change their viewpoints, but we ain't doing that either. Uh, well, I can't speak. That's all I'm saying. I don't care what white people think. 
No, it's not about caring what they think. I'm talking about this whole movement, this whole movement about the advancement of black people, right? That's what this whole movement is about. Us being created, or not created, us being treated like we bow some, which right. we are. We know we are. We telling all these folks, hey, we, we matter. We matter. You're treating us, you're treating us wrong. You need to do better. Da, 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 da. We belong in these positions as well, blah, blah, blah. But shoot, the everyday person uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, um, uh, ain't voting for their own councilman. Right. Like, I just... It's weird to me. It's it's kind of skewed to me. So you don't think the fact that people don't trust because of distrust? I don't think that that's a bad thing. I understand trust. I'm just saying. Well, are distrust you, with the system. Are you straight up just, are you vetting people these people? Some don't trust the system. But are you vetting the people that you vote for? That's what I'm saying. It's not Some like people it's... just don't trust the system, period, though. It ain't got to be the people. Some people just don't trust the system. They feel like they're the system but, in but itself. But the system is contingent upon the people who are in it. You have people who get yeah. into systems and they change and systems the system is made every day. It's about rich people. You got money, you pretty much straight. Why we can't put black people in position to get backing like them? Why can't we do that? What you mean? Why can't we put black people in positions ask to ask our black celebrities for money? Where they get backing. Ask black Why people can't we? Money. Well, I'm not. It's ask not. On, black people it's money. not only on one person or two. I didn't people. say one people. I said the people. Our our black people with money. Okay, so because you get to that point, all these play, all these politicians, they get to that point because they get backing from wealthy, these wealthy ass white people. So why I'm at the same shit? Well, there why are don't black, I, people, black people with money. Do what they do? But, no, and, they, and, they quick to they, but they quick to crown. They vote for Hillary. Like, but wow. and black people aren't the only people who are black people. Don't only get money from black people. You know what I'm saying? There are white people who back black politicians. Okay. There are black people who back back white politicians. But you, you just said something about accountability. You want to bring up how black people not vote. I said, so what about the black people? Because it, it all boils down to money. You don't have money to run. It doesn't fucking matter. I understand that. So, and you and these black people that have these power and sway and all these other people. So then listen, get on somebody's campaign. They have to campaign for that money. They got to go ask for that money. Why we can't get on somebody's campaign? And I'm not, and like I said, I'm speaking for jazz as well. I'm not just talking about people in general, but I'm talking about jazz too. Why can't we find a candidate, you know what I'm saying? Create a buzz. Like you said, groom a candidate. Yeah, create a buzz. Let's talk, let's let's put someone in place that we feel we trust. Let's go, let's go that route. That's all I'm saying. That's all but, I'm saying. But is. then, but then my question is too, the black people that are already in those positions, why we can't back them too? Every why we can't back them? Just straight up, why we can't back them? Just because? Because, like Just you said, because? the shit public. Some people, like you, gotta have trust to vote for somebody. You should. You, you gotta build that trust. You're not gonna be able to shake every politician's hand. You Actually, you build, can because they come said, out and they get you in. You said the, build the trust. Okay, you were right. You have to build the trust. So, but if they are groomed and financed by people that they trust, that the average person trusts. Who do you think more prone to get it? How do we know without researching them? How do we know who they're backed by? How do we know if we can trust them? We're not going to, like I said, we're not going to be able to have conversations with every single one of them. You got to look at their policies. Look at what they represent. Look at who they rub elbows with. Look at who they hobnob with. Oh, oh, like you said, oh, she got money from a Walmart representative? Oh, okay, no, no, no. I can already tell what she about. Bam. Cool. But at least you did their research to find out about it instead of just counting them out just because. 
I'm nice. Everybody don't have trust in their system. So at the end of the day, it ain't gonna really it don't matter. Like I said, everybody ain't gonna get it. I just we still have say to accept that. I, I understand, but I still say that the system is contingent upon the people that are running it. And if you don't put people in place to run it the way you feel it should be run, then it'll always be that way. But you have to have trust in your candidates. So Right. But, what? So you vet them. But yeah. hey, Bet, I betting you talking about vetting people is already there. People not gonna have trust. Or in new that. candidates, or new candidates. We like I said, we have an election going on right now. How many of us? How, what do we know about the candidates that are that are running for office right now? What do we know about them? Have we tried to know about them? Do we care to know about them? Sometimes oh. it's cool to also just say, "Hey, look, I'm just one of the people that I just don't care. I don't care what happened. Don't care how it happened. Don't care what happened. All right, bet, cool, stand on that. But then also don't come back." Hollering about what politicians are and are not doing because you are not trying to put people in place. So I and, and if you just say like like I said, if you just say, Hey, I don't care, bet. You you cool with people just representing you without you having to say so. Bet. So it's cool. Yeah. Because so, the people because the people is showing that misdirect. We gotta wrap this shit up because the show going along. I know, right? I know, but right? The people, the average person is showing now that they don't hold the politicians that they vote for not accountable because they getting mad because people are getting they got the extra up for unemployment, but they're not mad at the people that pay that's making them pay without hazard pay. Like, why are you why are you angry at the citizens, and not the people in power? But so we gonna but that's I on a human level, it. right? That's something but that's, that that's what I'm concerned about. I'm not that. I understand that voting we only be we only be we only concerned about the government when it has to do with money, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come on, us, everybody, because there are white people that don't vote too. Plenty Let's of, just, but there's more of them they can afford to. Yeah, I, I get. I, I just I'll they can say, afford to. I a, lot, a large, a large percent. Like I said, a large. It's fourteen percent of us in this country. If we just talk about federal, a lot of them are kids. So obviously, they're not eligible. So they talk it, they lock out a lot of them. Then you got people that are felons. They knock out a lot of them from school. The system just targets us regardless. All right. So what so about then, the ones that can't? You got some that can't. I feel like majority of the people that vote, majority of the eligible people vote. But I just feel like we just like to focus on the negative, like you said. Focus on the ones that don't. Because people got mad. Y'all niggas didn't vote for Hillary. I was like, fam, a lot of people didn't. First of all, she won a popular vote. That's not really focusing on the negative. That just kind of is what it is. But y'all didn't vote. You right. didn't vote. That's not really negative. That just kind of is what it is. But they always, they, but they try to blame black people for their happening. It's like, but it's not enough of us to even kind of make that type of swing. Well, see, I'm not going to. I don't know. All I'm gonna say is, y'all, just give it a chance. If you don't care to do so, cool. Don't you just don't care to do so. Don't complain, right? But if you really want to take the time to make a difference in some way. Um, just vet the vet the candidates and see if someone agrees with what you align with. And if they don't, don't vote. If they do, hey, throw a vote in. Yeah. None of us will ever really be able to say if it matters or doesn't matter. But one thing's for sure, if it's somebody I think should be there, I'm I'm gonna vote for them. I don't care if I'm the only vote. I'm gonna show that I'm gonna show that. And it doesn't take anything but maybe ten minutes out of my day. Go for it. Uh, so yeah, we finna wrap up the show. Jazz got her a little spiel. I can get talk, y'all. Off. I can talk all day long. Get off. So go ahead, and get your little <laughs> spiel. Get your spiel off about whatever you want to rant about. Um, shit. Uh, 
shoot, that might have been it, to be honest with you. Um, I'll say that another big principle that I live by is health and fitness. Okay, so uh, fellas, ladies, if you are, um, if you're not moving your body in some way every day, and I'm not just talking about at work, okay, um, get that heart rate pumping, your longevity depends on it. Um, don't just leave the fate of your life in the hands of the things that you eat, the things you drink, the things you smoke, the things you take. Don't leave the fate of your life in a substance's hands. Take control of your life. You know, your kid's livelihood depends on it. Your livelihood depends on it. And that's my spiel. That's what I want to rant about. And if you do need some assistance, I am a personal trainer. <laughs> cool. And you in Memphis area, get out of it. You know what I'm saying? So we finna wrap up this show. Another edition of Live Life Be Royal podcast. Shout out to my boy, Bill, mixing it up. Uh, Y'all want to read my blog, go to kingshun901.com. Check that out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Only with loyalty.com, we'll be making a, a resurgence with the clothing line. And, you know, we're just going to do what it do. I hope y'all enjoy the fucking show. And uh, peace. Peace.